I, that was a good joke, though. Fletch, please <laughs> add in the rim shop sound after that joke. You know, the... You can usually just cut that if you want. Fletch, I think you should really add in crickets instead. Okay, I, I you shouldn't listen to Chris. <laughs> um, this podcast is a dictatorship and not a democracy. Oh boy. Well, you know, that's real funny because neither of us do the editing. It's and true. I'm, I'm the one that pays the editing. <laughs> it's a dictatorship, not a democracy. Uh-huh. Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the DecaCast, a camarada retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And this week we watched episodes 17 and 18 of Kamen Rider Yuki, which are titled The Grieving Knight and Jailbreak Rider. That's a that's a good title. Uh, and I love uh, I love that episodes the what Rin is grieving over in episode 17, The Grieving Knight, is Shinji telling him that he likes him. No, he's, yeah, he's. <laughs> He's grieving over that he can't murder. Right, but he doesn't freak out about it until he can't murder the dude. And then Shinji's like, that's great, bud. I, I, I'm I, glad you couldn't murder that guy. I, I had you totally wrong. And he it's just, like, thing. flips out. It's like, it's no! Thing, you're not a Shinji likes me! That's I'm not true. a murderer and Shinji likes me. Yeah. Ren's just having a bad time. He is. Because he can't murder people. Which is a good thing. Because <laughs> it shouldn't be easy to murder someone. But you see, he's she's just so hardened and stuff that, you know, words. I mean, he uh, thinks he is, at least. Ren is just, like, continuing his Gates arc. Yeah. It is. I mean, he's like, supposed I, to what? Be like, I think it's okay to murder 13 people to bring my girlfriend back to life or whatever, but I mean, clearly he doesn't think that's okay. Well, um, it's, I don't think it's that he doesn't think it's okay. It's that he never, like, yes, it is very easy to say, yeah, I'll do this thing. But when you actually get into the situation of actually having to kill a person in front of you, that's a bit more difficult than just saying it. I don't, it's just, I don't know. It's extremely weird to me. Because, like, if someone... I mean, he's essentially presented with a trolley problem of, like, okay, your girlfriend's dead. Do you want to hit the trolley switch to kill 13 people? And he's like, well... And I guess he agreed to do that without considering the fact that that's hard to do. Yeah, probably. Which, like... That's the point of the thought experiment, is to imagine that it would be hard to do. Extremely hard to do. It, Murders. it just seems like he maybe should have like thought about that a little bit. Yeah, he should have. But Ren doesn't... I mean, Ren doesn't really seem like the person that gives a lot of forethought to things, does he? <laughs> Probably true. That's he true. Just, I mean, he's Batman. He just assumed he could do it without murder. Yeah. And before someone tells me that one of probably many times Batman has murdered someone. I, I mean, there, there are times, but yeah. there are s- certain versions of the character that explicitly don't do that. Very true. Indeed. Uh, but yeah. Uh, what was I? What was I saying? Made me lose my train. Uh, you were talking about how June is a shit, and, and we all hate him. Oh, that's his name, June. I was just gonna keep calling him Shit Kid. Yeah, he has a name though. He oh, okay. Is... Yeah, I, I was bringing this up before the recording, but it's extremely confusing because at one point he pulls, like he he's walking down an alley. Cops pull up on him and presumably arrest him. And then later in the episode, we are introduced to a character who is in jail who looks a lot like him, 
and I totally thought it was the same guy for a while, but then he, he isn't. Yeah, it's very... That's a little weird. Yeah, that's uh, a, a bit of a mistake in direction there, guys. Give us visual continuity so we don't get confused like that. Well, they, they actually don't look like that much alike. No, but until he turns around, you're like, is it is it the kid? I, I mean, also, like, they do call, like, the new guy's name out immediately, so do that they? could also just be on us for not knowing caring. names. Well, did... Not caring enough to learn the kid's name. Yeah, what was it's the June. kid's name? It's still June. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe you if you forgot what that was, it could be easy to confuse the new character for him. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, um, so the first episode is well i mean the big part was spoiled from episode 16 way back when where uh where ren fails to murder and then ren gets beat up by guy that is the writer form name of june um common writer guy really yeah g-a-i yeah the rhino rhino guy is called guy yeah that's wow okay i think we went over this last time <laughs> i mean probably Possibly. I mean, I also have like six tabs open with names because my my notes don't refer to them by name. Like, um, like Miyuki, I just call divination guy because he he divinates things. Yeah, presumably they aren't going to introduce a second character primarily associated with fortune telling. God, I hope not. <laughs> One is enough. <coughs> Um, so, Ren gets beat up a bunch, and then Shinji and Miyuki um, drag him out, and then June comes up and is like, ha, you suck, you can't kill me. Again, why don't they just punch this kid in his stupid face right now? Uh, like, I don't, this cause... is the one part that I keep having a problem with, is the villains come up and start taunting, and it's like, it is two against one, they don't have their powers, just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> well, because cause Shinji is our soft boy hero who does not want to punch the guy. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, Shinji's yeah. a good boy. I mean, like... They're, they're throughout... operating under the assumption that assaulting people is bad, but he's done, like, a fair amount of murders now, so I think that rule doesn't apply. Yeah. I mean, it... the more, the more like, this episode plays out, I could see um, Miyuki punching him out, because, like... It, it, you kind of start to see like the cracks or the cracks of differences between him and Shinji's like um, motivation and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I actually I thought the contract the the contrast between divination guy and Shinji was like actually more interesting and real than a lot of the other character contrasts we've seen up until this point. I don't know. It just seemed like there's a lot more depth to explore there than. Ren's weird, I have a conscience, but I really want to murder 13 people or whatever. Like, I, I think that's kind of dumb. Yeah, I, I just think, like, they've given, like, specifically the Shinji and Miyuki one time to, like, breathe, where it's now finally starting to show that, where before they kind of seemed on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they totally agreed. I mean, up until, yeah, we see them have their fight in this episode. I mean, he's only been around for a couple episodes, too. Right. He hasn't yeah, had I mean, nearly like, as much screen time as Renda Angst. I mean, to be fair, like, like shows move pretty quick. Like, there's, like, two episode arcs, so yeah. anything that lasts longer than two episodes is a long time. That Yeah, that's true. And we, we've had to watch Ren get in a lot of angsting over the course of 18 now. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that goes somewhere soon. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see. See, I, I I am now extremely wary of wishing that things will go somewhere in a common writer show because of the midpoint break in Kiva. Where like yeah. they went somewhere with it. it. It wasn't a good where to go with it, but <laughs> hey, 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 hey! You know, after we had the the midway in Kiva, we got Queen, and Queen is good. That's true. I guess they did introduce more elements I liked, technically. Remember Maya? Maya was good. She was. That's the one thing I'm holding on to. Is it? 
<laughs> and like half of the time where um Megumi and Yuri transform into Ixa before they get saved. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one good episode. <laughs> you mean that one good part of an episode? Yeah, 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 I know. Man, I'm surprised I was able to pull out all those names. <laughs> it's, you know, it bad stuff still has an impact that you remember. <laughs> I guess. Um, so, Miyuki it, um, brings up that Ren is still in trouble in the future, and we kind of talk about that more. And then this is the part that Chris was talking about, where Shinji's like, hey, Ren, you're great for not murdering. And Ren's just like, no! And, like, bangs against, like, the stone. Yeah, he has, like, a screaming emotional breakdown and starts punching the ground. Yeah. Realizing that, no! Shinji thinks I'm too- cool! No! <laughs> oh, my mistake. Um, Miyuki tells June that he's going to run into trouble in the future. This is not for Ren yet. That comes later. Because the next scene is then June getting taken in by the police. Which, and like, he, yay. And he's like, oh, I guess that guy was right. And then back at the cafe, Ant is... I thought she was leaving, but she comes back next episode. Yeah, she, she, Ant is dressed up like a yeah. fucking British explorer. And is like, alright, I'll be gone just a short time and come back. Yeah, I and thought she, she was, was going right. to be gone for, like, a bunch of episodes or something. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so when Ant leaves, Yui is like, it's time for research. And she pulls out, like, the papers that she got from a couple episodes back and calls back that one person she she ran into that was a part of her brother's research team that isn't dead. Yeah, that told her specifically, it's all your fault, even though it's not. Yeah. And so she calls him. I could go for a little more verbal abuse. Let's, Let's call that guy up again. Yeah, and then she gets verbal abuse some, and then she calls back again, and then it goes to the answering machine. And, and she's like, up, fu- oh, go ahead. He I- hits the fuck you button, is all I was gonna say. Yeah. I think this guy sucks even more, because, like, okay, what happens after this is, we fi- he basically had a manila folder of all the information that he wanted, that he could have just given her the whole time instead of whining at her, so, I don't know what the fuck was the point of <laughs> everything Look, he Chris, was complaining about people process murder different i guess so yeah and it's i could definitely see it as a thing of like he he had blamed her for so long and then she showed up out of the blue and was like hey can you help so his immediate response is no fuck off but then her continued like no look i'm trying to figure out what went on and if this is true then yeah that's terrible but please you are my literal only lead could you please help me yeah i don't know why you're assuming i'm pro murder i'm just looking for some information yeah so that happens and then like shinji like pops his head and is like hey is antion we gotta bring bring in this almost dead ren ren is just completely he... beat up not looking great yeah and then he just kind of mopes which i didn't it felt weird that apparently Ren was... He seemed perfectly fine and like, yeah, I'm gonna kill this guy. And then he gets kicked once and oh no, he collapses forever. It was like a strong kick and like he got hit into the wall and the wall broke. He got really kicked. Not just I a little guess. kick. Like, he got really kicked. You could say he got writer kicked. And it wasn't a writer kick. That's like a specific thing. Anyway, um, so Ren is talking in bed, and then, so this is, and then we kind of start to have, like, the first bits of talks between Shinji and Miyuki, kind of, like, about their differences and stuff, where I also kind of wish Miyuki would just be like, by the way, I followed Ren, his wife's in the hospital, that's probably yeah. why he's doing this. There, there are a lot of times in this show, especially, where... A lot of problems could be solved if people would just ask the right questions of each other. And, like, but, the thing is, like, it's it's not even, like, to the interesting level that Fize does it. It's just, like, the boring way. It's it's literally, 
these are your allies. They have information that would be beneficial to you. And there's just, I guess there's no way to for the for like Shinji to know that. Uh, oh god! I, I mean, Ren keeps telling him, "I don't have a reason for doing this other than being a jerk. I just, I just want to be a jerk." But I'm definitely wearing these rings around my neck, and it sure is weird that I'm wearing a pair of wedding rings around my neck. And Shinji is polite, so it's not like he's going to press him on the issue or anything. Yeah, that's true. And there's no real way for Shinji to know that people have the information he wants. Because nobody fucking talks in this show. (laughs) I mean, Shinji's Uh, also, I think, like, the only character who doesn't know about Ren's wife at the end of this episode. Just well, about, it, yeah. it's next episode where Yui goes, so by okay, next well, episode, he's the I'm, only At the one. end of these two, I mean. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's that, and then um, Yuki also talks about how, like, no matter, like, what what side of the coin runs in for a bad time. Yeah, it's both, both of the predict- predictive futures he can see is Ren is gonna die i guess which like i i think he's kind of like selling the other part where his wife dies a bit a bit high because like i i feel like it's more these like ren dies or his wife dies and like sure like i can see where you could say that that's kind of like the same thing but i also feel like there's like a distinct difference too yeah quite a bit I mean, I, I guess the idea is that Ren's so invested in, like, he's responsible for what happened to his girlfriend slash wife that he's really going to feel bad about it basically forever unless he can fix it. Right. And then Shinji's just like, well, well, f- fuck your divination. I'm going to make my own fate. And Yuki's like, well, fuck you. Do you know how hard it is being right all the time? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Miyuki, but Shinji's got the right thing here. Is if we go by what Miyuki believes, like okay, I guess there's no free will and everything is predetermined, and that's stupid. I don't know. See, because I swear, like in earlier episodes, he said like that fate can change, and I swear he also said that to Ren. So I don't know. Well, right, because well, he if he if nothing could change, he wouldn't even be doing this. Because currently right. he says, "I I think that this is inevitably going to end up badly, and I'm trying to intervene to make that not happen." Right. I think like the distinct call out is is Shinji's like you're just like trying to change fate in the way that you are like perceiving it in or in, like perceiving it in like the structured area where Shinji's like kind of looking more at like outside the box. Yeah, it makes sense. Like I think I think it's more of like a constraint thing versus not constrained. Yeah. Yeah, like uh Miyuki's only allowing him to see certain solutions to the problem. Yeah. Um then a dude cleaning windows is killed. And we get our introduction to our new monster, which is a frogman. Is it I, mean, I didn't even look up if it what if it was a frogman. Um well, I, I do like that he has a giant Fuma shuriken. I I thought he was a frogman because of how he acts, and then I'm sitting here going, is this supposed to be like a Jiraiya? Um, oh. Because well, he's a, well, you, a ninja well, frog? Well, actually, it's, it's a newt monster. <laughs> well, all right, there goes, there, there, I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> Sorry, I just clicked I on the I thought it was a good guess, Evan. I mean, you're you're close. Like a newt's, like almost there. Yeah, I thought it was one of those things where frogs are associated with ninjas in Japan. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, he's got the, he's got the the fucking shuriken, the- and he's kind of jumping around like a ninja, nimbly bimbly. Okay, so I guess it's Jiraiya. Nope. Sorry. Eh, it happens. He's got a cool giant shuriken, though. He does. So that dude's dead. Um, that's whatever. Um. So, our boy, our boy um, June is being an ass to the police, and the police is like trying not to have any of it. And then he's like, "Well, talk to my lawyer." 
And at this point, you know there's only, when someone brings up a lawyer, there's only one lawyer you could be talking about. Yeah, there's, there's only one character in the show that we could possibly be thinking of. So so then he calls Kitaoka, who is busy with another case currently. You, you feel like this would then make sense to why he's with that other guy at the end, but neither of none of us put it together, so it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, they bring up where, like, I believe they bring up that June is, like, the son of some president. Yeah, it is the president get... of the company that uh, the lawyer dude is on retainer for, I believe. Yeah. Which, that totally explains why June is such a shit kid. Is yeah. He's always had his daddy to bail him out of yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if his dad is literally attempting to bail him out of murdering somebody, then yeah, that would definitely warp you with a little bit well, of privilege. Yeah, yeah. I mean, D- June didn't necessarily murder people. He set up other people to murder each other. It's... I'm it not getting is... into the semantics of murdering. Oh. He he's a he's a bad person. You're right. I, I'm getting June and the other the other dude mixed up again. It's basically uh. he he's a, he's a shit person who taunts people and is like, no, but I didn't do anything. They did they did it all of their own. <laughs> I hate him so much. God. Okay, I've never seen any of the Saw movies, but are there any of them focused around the guy being like, I didn't cut their feet off. They cut their own feet off. No, <laughs> because that would be fucking stupid. Like, no, Jigsaw is Jigsaw is very much like, yeah, they they did these things to themselves, but yes, I'm the person that set it all up. Okay. I'm I'm the one that put them in this situation. I also set it up for this elaborate reason that ties into their backstory of something they did in the past. Yes. Okay. Pretty much everyone he actually murders is a fairly shitty person. Like I said, literally never actually seen any of those movies. Just know the, the premise. Fir- the first two, pretty good. The first one especially is very good. The rest are kind of less so. Not my kind of movie, so I'll just take your word for it. So after this, uh, Shinji goes to meet up with... um. Oh god, what's his name? Miyuki. And, and it's kind of like, hey, sorry I snapped at you about like your future reading thing. And he's like, ah, it's cool. It happens. By the way, you don't seem to have any burdens or anything. Minus, like, maybe some debt. <laughs> what, what, me? In, in debt to people? <laughs> I don't have any debts. No. Um, and they kind of talk about... And they kind of talk about how, like, everybody becomes a writer to get something they want. Except for Shinji, who just did it because, oh god. He wanted to protect trouble. people. He wanted to save people. That's a want. Also, a dragon wanted to eat him, and he was worried about that. So, I mean, he didn't want to get eaten by a dragon. So far, he's the only one without seemingly a very selfish reason for becoming a rider. Yeah. And then again, he's also the only one that hasn't met uh, Yue's bro- Yue? Yeah. Yue's yeah, it brother. seems like everyone else got their card decks from uh, Shiro. From Shiro. Well, yeah, because because the deck that Shinji got was get he picked up from someone that the that a mirror monster murdered, and then that per and then Shiro gave that person the deck, so Shinji kind of got it secondhand. Just a bit, yeah. Um, so there's that. That's cool. They're talking about that and some cool lore shit. Um, so. The one guy whose name I don't know, that was like the research assistant at Yue's brother's place, comes in and gives Yue like the middle of folder of paperwork, and he's like, "Okay, now leave me alone." Which, yeah, fair. It's like I gave you what I have. Please stop contacting me. I don't. I don't want to think about this traumatic experience that I had anymore. Yeah. So then Yue starts to go through papers, and she finds that. Ren's like fiance is like at the hospital. We then cut to Ren thinking about visiting, but he's like, "Nah, I'm too cool for that." And he like cool well, guy walks away. I I think it's less the I'm too cool for it, and it was very much a thing of like I got to the point where I had to make I had to make the sacrifice of someone else, and I couldn't do it. I'm not worthy of going to see you. 
is the feeling I got from it. Yeah, it, it's like a, he's not sure if he's actually like motivated by this anymore. Yeah. Really, like, everybody would just be better with some therapy in their life. Oh, definitely. The, like, Pro-therapy, oh, just putting that out there. Therapy's great. Having, yeah, someone I, to talk, having someone to talk to that is not invested in your life in a personal way is great. Yeah, Ren probably needs to go to, like, one of those those uh, grief counseling groups or something. It seems it's like that might does. be a, like the I, best Like, I realize this is 2002 Japan, so, like, it's not super a thing. But... Yeah, yeah, that is that is also the thing. It's like, mm, yeah, I'm not sure. Would, would grief counseling even be a thing in 2002 Japan? Uh, I actually read an article that, like, starting around the turn of the millennium, they, like, started to become a lot more mentally health aware, but, like, mental health awareness and stuff. Became a lot more prominent there because so many people were dying from overwork and suicide. And it didn't stop happening, just like people are aware that have stopped stigmatizing it to the same degree that it used to be, which was apparently a lot. But And that's kind of true in America, too, where it's like it's less stigmatized, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And those people that think it's bad, fuck them. Yeah. A little bit. He- well, heavy stances today on this podcast. When I said it's bad, I meant like it's still fairly discriminated against, even though it's less so. Than yeah, it understood. Okay, I-, I gotcha. I was just saying the people that that stigmatize against it are bad. Right. Right. Yeah. Not disagreeing there. Hot takes today. <laughs> anyway, um, you say that. The- I mean, I would like to say that's a totally safe take, but also. Uh, I mean, look up uh, the first week of January of January 2021. It'll be in your history book, so, you know, nothing is a hot take anymore. Man, I'm tired of living in... I am, I'm fucking tired of living in... Through these massive historical events. Yeah. Man, just like, just like a wave went over me when you said that, and I'm just considering the fact that, like, this... This, this recording is gonna exist in a time where 2021 is in a history book. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We are literally living through massive social upheaval and change. Uh, and it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, one of my favorite memes I've seen lately is uh, some, uh, that like the little domino meme of a guy was mad that his ex's game got a good review. Small domino, big domino. The U.S. Capitol gets invaded by a fascist mob. And I was like, yeah. yeah. It's I not all Gamergate's fault, but like, it started there for a lot of us. So, so there's a girl getting her fortune told. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everybody, but like, we can't right. not we can't not be thinking about it. Like, it's all literally right, impossible. That's a thing. I know. I get it. I'm trying. Person, there's a lady getting her fortune told. She's about to have a bad time, but if she keeps moving forward, she'll be okay. Stick Which... this in your back pocket for about three minutes later. Yeah. 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 Um, because then Shin like Shinji's there too, he's hanging out. Um and then Ren's kinda walking around, and then mere noises start happening. They're about to murder this lady. But luckily, Shinji and Miyuki get there in time, and Shinji, like, out of suit, Ryder kicks this monster, and the lady doesn't die. So they save someone. Yeah, good job. It's really nice. Good on them. They finally got there in time before somebody got eaten. I think they've done it before. I think they saved a little girl one time, too. They have, yes. Yeah, it's not that it's never happened. It's just they usually get there too late. It's becoming more common. More it's, it is almost it is yeah it is almost as if the further they get into their abilities the the further we get into the show the more they're developing their abilities and the more they're actually able to do the things they want of oh hey yeah save people how dare you just describe like plot advancement and like power competence man <laughs> if they're if they're like mirror sense is like expanding to kind of let them understand things before they happen. That could be a real awesome plot point that I would kind of love to see them explore, but I don't know if that's going to happen. So. 
Probably um, not. Anyway, <laughs> then there's a monster fight, and Miyuki's like, oh man, I can't sense his motives, and Shinji's like, hey, fortune tell this monster. <laughs> Just do it. Um, That's what you do, the, right? Yeah, but then Shinji just like jump kicks off of like his his buddy to like get the monster down, and then they do like a cool like Shinji summons like his his dragon punch thing, and then Miyuki like copies his dragon punch thing, and then they do like a double dragon punch thing that the guy just jumps over totally and it, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, but it looked cool before then. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I was also like, wow, they're setting up an awfully cool attack here, and then just anti climax. Yep. And that was, like, the fighting. So then we get to the end of the episode, which I originally thought was about June, but it's not. It's about this new guy. Um, Takashi? I, I don't know how to quite pronounce I, it. Was his name Asakura? I keep thinking, were they calling him Asakura? Yeah, that was his last name. His first is name that... is, I think, Takashi. It's T-A-K-E-S-H-I. Yeah, Takashi. Yeah, Takashi. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to call him Asakura. Yeah. I think that would actually be Takeshi. Takeshi? Yeah. He maybe has a castle. Or a challenge. Uh, he is... We see... Our introduction to him is he's in prison, and he's beating his head against the wall because he's angry. Yeah. He doesn't like being in prison. Shock. Yeah, he doesn't like small places. And he's also looking for a lawyer. Or, like, his lawyer's here. This is where Kitaoka was heading to. Yes. And uh, it, it's like, hey, stop beating yourself up. Uh, your lawyer's here. Go visit Kitaoka the lawyer. And he is so aggressive towards Kitaoka, like, you couldn't get me off entirely? Like, he... He has no concept of the legal system. This is the break where we go from to the next episode, too. I'm just going to yeah. throw that in there before you continue. Yeah. Kitaoka is explaining, like, okay, so your defense in court was, I the guy got me, I got angry at the guy because he pissed me off, so I beat the shit out of him? Like, there's, it's amazing that I was able to get what I could for you. No, how dare you? Why didn't you get me off? You're pissing me off. I'm going to beat you. Maybe I'll come after you, too. This character is extremely thinly written. It seems like they should have tried harder. So that happens. His sentence is reduced to 10 years, so who knows what the fuck his sentence was before then. But then, like, Kidoka's just like, you know what? You kind of got to have some, like, some, like, banter between lawyer and and defendant and i'm just not feeling it so i'm gonna leave now if you want to appeal this get a new lawyer yeah pretty much which fair like if you when you're working if you're in a situation like that and you're working with your defense lawyer you want to be friendly with them so that they can work with you not if you commit a murder and you're trying to not go to jail for it then don't piss off the person who is also trying to make that happen. Okay, so Devil's Advocate, Kitaoka was touted as, like, the person who could get any charge dropped and, like, being, like, the best lawyer ever. Right, but, like, I I thought that was... Like, he can get any corporate, like... He can get any ethics charge dropped, not, like... Presumably... Corporations murder people too, Chris. Oh, I agree, yeah. But, like, presumably if you physically assault someone, that's a little harder to make an argument against. You know, just, like, pitch the person as a corporation. It's easy. Jesus. <laughs> I don't actually know if there's a Citizens United equivalent in Japan that means that, like, corporate law and personal law has a weird crossover like it does here. I, I God, I hope not. Um. Yeah. Anyway, before we entertain what I said more... Um, Kitaoka is leaving, and, like, he hears, like, the mirror monster sound, but he's like, nah, nah, this ain't happening. Like, he, he hears a very faint one. He's not sh- I think it's, like, a thing of he's not sure if he actually heard it or not. Yeah. But sure enough, like, in the background, there is Yue's brother Shiro, not to be confused with Miyuki, who I thought it was originally. 
Um, so speaking of that, though, um, Miyuki's now working at the cafe because um, to be a writer, you have to work at this cafe. <laughs> Gotta. I was also like, wait a minute, who are these characters? Oh, wait, it's the fortune teller. I guess he works there now for some... And and the mom is back? Or the aunt is back? Yeah, the aunt's back. And the aunt's like, you know, you're good at this. You should quit your fortune telling and do this. I I mean, it's not like you're making much money at the fortune telling, are you, anyway? (laughs) Yeah. And then there's, like, a flashback of talking to Shinji about, like, you know... If if you want to keep Ren alive, you should maybe not have Ren fight people. But like, also like, there's a thing with his wife going on. That's a thing. And then Yui goes visits like Ren's fiance. I realize I keep using fiance and wife um, exchangeably, interchangeably. That was the real word I was looking for. I I don't think they ever said she was anything more than his girlfriend. But... Uh, he has fucking wedding rings around his neck, Chris. Uh, those could be engagement rings, but... Well, they that, could. again, would make her his fiance then. Right, right, but... I All right, don't the think wiki, the wiki, The wiki says fiance. However, yeah. wife is an easier word to say. Uh, <laughs> you got me there. You got me there. Um... So Yue goes to visit Ren's fiance, and Yue's like, "Oh man, I I can't figure out why everybody that was close to my brother is like murdered or like in a in a bad in a bad time." Hmm, I wonder why. Man, I wonder if it's about like that those mirror monsters that I see. <laughs> I should consider this thought. Maybe maybe that'd be a good idea, hon. Oh, oh, last episode, I, I forgot to bring up that, like, Ren also tries to, like, go into the mirror to fight the monster, but, like, he can't, because he's, like... Oh, yeah, he, he's having his existential, can I even actually fight, though? Yeah, he, he's emoting right now. Which is, uh, uh, okay, Ren, sure. Yeah, because then the next scene we see him, like, just, like, walking and being a sad boy. And then Shinji's like I doing walk his job. The lonely road, the only road I have ever Yeah. He's so I mean, so dramatic. That's like that's like around the same time that that song came out. It's close. <sighs> close. Garrick. Garrett, I'm turning into dust. Don't do that. What? I I think <laughs> What was that? That was off of American Idiot, right? I don't remember. American Idiot release date. 2004. Okay, so we're two years off. I'm so but, yeah. old. So old. But yeah, um, Boulevard of Broken Dreams was definitely off that album. Yep. You're killing me, Garrett. Dead. You're like the youngest one here. I don't want to be hearing it from you. Uh, but I feel so old sometimes. Yeah. Well, continue feeling old. Last year was 20 years long. I don't... Uh, well, now you're 50, so I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, seriously. Um, so Shinji's, like, doing his job for once, but, like, in the back of his mind, he's wondering, it's like, man, what should I do with Ren? I need to help Ren out. Doing his job, thinking about other shit. That's, uh, that is super on par for Shinji. And then we cut to everybody's favorite person, June, and Kitaoka walking out. And June's like, oh man, you're such a cool lawyer. You got all those charges dropped like that time I like took over this company and everything. Man, aren't you the best? And Kitagoka's like, you know, like it wasn't like that bad charges. Dude. None of them were real crimes. I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, and then Kitagoka's like, by the way, um, I saw you got a card deck. You want to like throw down? And June's like, nah, I'm kind of tired right now. Let's throw down later. Why? Kitaoka seems to be like the t- the type of person who would go. I don't give a shit. We're throwing down now. Why does he? Why does he just let him go? Well, so so like the problem is like to throw down. You both have to go into the mirror world. Just beat the shit out of the kid. But <laughs> Evan, he's a lawyer. He can't do that. Sure, he can. He can get himself off. <laughs> Could okay. Wait. So. In order to have a writer fight, they need to both go into the mirror dimension, but couldn't one of the writers go into the mirror dimension and send their monster after somebody in the real world? 
I don't think those monsters enter the real world, though. We've only ever seen them through reflections. Hmm. But, like, they could, right? I don't know. Okay. There's I guess no, no one's tried it. There's no precedent for it, so we cannot say. Because okay. technically, like, even when, like, um, the way, even when the dragon was chasing Shinji, it was chasing him from the other world. Right, but it, it like, could have come to get him. Was the, like, he was under physical threat. Maybe. I definitely thought it was able to come out into the real world after him. So, like, I Maybe. don't... They never imply that the monsters lost that ability when they become contracted with the writers, but I guess it literally has never come out. I mean, so. I guess you would also have to question if, like, if the contract gives them that much power. They are questions we do not have answers to yet. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just uh, a question of, like, is there is there any sort of... Uh, like progress incentive in this death game that uh shiro has set up i don't think there is i think there's only like a prize for being last right or being being the only one being the highlander if there's no way to force a confrontation then presumably everyone could just you know chill out forever well then that that did bring up a thing of like okay so i i had thought that all most if not all the card decks had already been put out no, they are. Yeah, that was the impression yeah. I got too. Yeah, no, it's it's obvious not because we get our murderer who got one. But I got the feeling that uh UA's brother doing this was the fact that he's realizing, "Oh, we've now got two riders that are like, "No, nah, I don't want to fight. Maybe I need to shake this up a bit." Maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm curious how many more decks he has to distribute. Because, like, we saw, I think it's three. we saw Crab Guy get his. So we've seen two of... He had at least two still to distribute when at the start of the show. And probably more. Because, like, I think we're, we're probably going to see him give out a couple more. I, th- I think there is three more writers we'll be seeing in the, in the TV series proper. Okay. Um... Again, that that doesn't like count like movie shenaniganry stuff. Man, if they don't end the if they don't end the contest until the movie, that would feel like a bit of a cheat to uh, anyone just watching the TV show. Well, I mean, so do an account here on the wiki because I was curious. We only see ten writers in the TV show, huh? Hmm. I'm wondering how they're actually going to resolve this. Um, presumably with murdering. Presumably, but not 100% sure. Um, so then Shiro, like, walks through walls and is just, like, being, like, a ghost. And meets yeah, up with, um... <laughs> I, I get the feeling it's a thing where he, like, halfway exists within the mirror dimension, halfway doesn't. Yeah. Which is a cool thing. And then he meets the the guy everybody hates, Asakura or Takeshi. Garrett, and... you're not going to tell us that you think this is like a well written character or something, are you? I mean, no, but I, like, no, you're not. I'm not. Okay, I, why'd you ask if you knew I wasn't? Because you're like saying that we're being unreasonable when I think you agree. <gasps> I mean, I think you're being unreasonable. He's only been around for like maybe an episode. <sighs> Okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'll change it that he is not give any sort he has not given any sort of good first impressions. I mean, when Divination Dude coined up came up, he just did like coin shit for an episode. Did he actually seem to have a bit of depth to him? I don't know. Hey, it's fine. Whatever. You are allowed your opinions. We will see where it goes. I mean, I don't have anything useful to say about him. He's just like the the angry boy of the group. Yeah. Because Shiro's like, ah, yes, you you have good hatred in you. Let that grow and make you strong and become the last survivor. Blah, blah, blah. Emperor Palpatine. Blah, blah, blah. So uh, Shiro seems pretty evil at this point. Yeah. Nasakura tries to hit, tries to punch him in the face and and he's just can't. able, yeah, he's just able to like teleport out of the way. Kashiro's too cool. And he's like, "What do you wish for?" And Ashikura's like, "You know, I wish I could like punch that lawyer right now. That'd be pretty cool." 
Yeah, I wonder if this is like a mirror version of Shiro. Because like, okay, generally people remembered Shiro as being empathetic or something before the accident, but... Maybe he, like, died in the accident and got replaced with a mirror version? Or, like, a monster ate him and took on his form or something? That'd be interesting. So you're saying it's, like, the negative world in Star Trek? Yeah, yeah, like, the mirror universe. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it had a real name, and I knew you would know it. It's the antimatter universe in DC, Earth 3, or the mirror universe in Star Trek. Is Which one's Earth 2 again? Earth the two TV universe. Earth, Earth two is where the Golden Age comics took place. Okay, well, okay. they've actually changed the multiverse a few times. I don't know if that's true anymore. It used to be Earth one was where the current stuff was, and Earth two was where the Golden Age took place. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of Marvel because I'm like, I thought it was Earth six one six. Yeah, six one six one six is like the movie universe in Marvel. No, six one six is the comic universe. The oh, uh, that's right. It's MCU um, has a different number. I think it, I think it also has a six in it though. Yeah, it's like 616, some, and then they like tack on another number or something at the end. Yeah. Because it's pretty close to the comics timeline. Yeah. I, I just know in the in the DC one, like, the, the speed force is magic and keeps everything not from, like, just imploding on itself. <laughs> God, the speed force is silly. You laugh, but I'm not wrong, am I, Chris? No, no you're not. No, the speed. Yeah, Jeff Johns like did a, some real work on making the Speed Force just be extremely goofy. Like I, I love the Speed Force, but it is literally just magic. I mean, I shouldn't blame just Johns. I mean, Mark Waite did some of that too. But... It's, but it's, it's fast magic. Yeah, basically. <laughs> With speed. Anyway, um, this dude gets a deck and then he breaks out of jail. Um, so then it's lunchtime at Ore Journal, and there's a call, and Reiko's like, hey, there's a jailbreak, um, I'm gonna go look into that, um, cause it seems really weird. And then Chief's like, IT lady, get the initial article up. Shinji, clean this place. Nah, I'm just joking. Go, like, go check out some leads and, like, do your job. Yeah, it's it's very weird. It's like okay, it, like I do like that the bo- the editor is immediately like, okay, we have a platform to warn people about this. We need to get stuff up, and he, we even see a little bit later in the episode there is a woman on her like proto smartphone going, oh hey, Ora Journal's saying there's been a prison break, and the person has been sighted around here. We might need to be careful. So there's a scene where they call back where they have a location and they have IT lady like update the location. So like, I don't know. It feels like very modern news-esque things for the time of the show where it's like updating a story live like that. Yeah. Though, I mean, if in modern, if this was modern news, like it would just be one person and they'd be getting paid like sub-minimum wage. But uh, other than that, yeah. You don't know how much she's getting paid. I mean, also, she's the IT person, and she's doing reporting work. I'd imagine she's getting paid pretty well. At least I'd hope. I, I, yeah, I don't think it's... <laughs> you don't know. That's I, I, I don't think, though. uh... J- I mean, Japan probably had to had, like, a pivot to video or whatever that drained all the, like, monetary potential out of the journalism industry at this point. Presumably people are still being paid for doing actual work. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, um, Asakura then, like, raids, like, a military store and gets, like, a jacket to wear over his shirtless body. And I... Is this where he gets his gun? No, he he gets it from the first cop that he beats up at well, the end, I think. He he gets a revolver from Maybe that he cop. gets it from there? I don't I don't know. Because, yeah, yeah he, because he is holding, like, a 9 mil at the end. Yeah, it's it's like this big hand cannon gun, it almost looks like. And it's like, you had the revolver from the police. Where did you get this one? It could be from here. Because, like, he did have a baton as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then Kitaoka gets a call about how this guy is coming after him. And the police are going to come, like, protect him. But he's like, eh, you're here, Goro. Um, the doorbell then goes off, and it's Reiko, and they do their normal thing, and then she's like, by the way, can can I talk to you about, um, the 
guy that broke out of jail? And Kid Oko's like, yeah, sure. And then when he goes to, like, unlock the door, because, like, the first time they have, like, the the chain thing in, so they're only, like, barely opening it. Um, so when they close it and, like, open it fully, um, there's a scream before they fully open it. And then when they open it, um, uh, Asakura's there, and he tries to baton Kidaoka, but then Goro, like, grabs the baton with his hand. Because Goro's a badass. That was a baton? I thought it was like... Uh... I I had thought it was... Oh god, what's the name of the small sword? Um... A machete? A wakazashi. Oh, oh. Well, I, don't, I don't think it's bladed. Yeah, it's... I, that's what, like, the initial thought I had was that it's bladed, but then Goro didn't, like, wasn't bleeding, so I guess it wasn't. But my first thought was, oh, he's got a short sword and is just attempting to kill this guy right up... Tempting to kill Kid Oka right off the bat. Goro's just cool. Goro is cool, and I'm wondering why he. I'm wondering <laughs> He's extremely why. Extremely going to get a card deck. Why is he work? Why is he? What binds him to Kid Oka? Because he calls he him sensei. Got him out of like jail or something. He calls him sensei all the time, which I guess I understand if you're talking to a lawyer. But I, he I, probably I, like he probably was like a delinquent kid. Got into some trouble. Kidaoka, for some reason, took him out. And then, like, took him in to, like, do, like, his odd job stuffs. I don't know, maybe, like, taught him how to read or something in there. I just, I, I, I want to know what it is, is really what it, what it boils down to. That's fair. I just feel like it's one of those things where, like, I feel like Kidaoka just, like, took him in and, like, either, like, taught him or, like, did something. And now, like, he feels, like, indebted to him. Yeah. Presumably there will be a Goro back backstory episode at some point. Uh, one hopes. <laughs> and I don't know why. I, I, I just have like an image of like Kidaoka teaching Goro how to read. I cannot tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've seen the show, right? I have, I have not watched Ryuki all the way through. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it seems... <sighs> Goro's just too unique to not be a main character so i'm assuming they've they've got to have something that he's gonna do later we'll find out um so that happens reiko calls shinji and it's like shinji hey this guy is heading down this way go after him and shinji's like all right i'm on it but then like shinji hears a mirror monster and shinji's like damn it I gotta go do mirror monster things. I gotta go deal with this. Man, I, don't, I guess I'm never gonna be an actual journalist. Oh, well. Better yeah. be a superhero instead. And then, like, he, like, rushes into, like, a... Like, it looks like a chain restaurant thing. Either a chain restaurant or a family restaurant. Yeah. It, it's like a Japanese Denny's. <laughs> that That's how I equate it. You're not wrong. That is a good explanation okay so let's go back to the hostage situation and this uh that ends this episode yeah so asakura then like hears a sound and he's like what's the sound i don't understand and then like june shows up everybody's favorite and he's like oh hey you got a deck too are you new do you not know what's going on do you want to like fight like you know we got to fight right but like you don't want to fight me Cause like there's these people who don't want to fight, and you should fight them. Fighting them oh, is you... the best idea. Did you know the lawyer's one of them too? I know you want to fight the lawyer, don't you? Man, it's. I was amazed that Asakura didn't just like murder him. Kid. Yeah, just did like. Oh, we got to fight. All right, die. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I guess like the important bit is like June like also like tried to walk up to Kitaoka's place when all of that stuff was going on in that area. So that's how he kind of knew about this. Yep. Um, but then there's a monster sound. So Shinji's in there. He's fighting. And then June comes in as guy and like, quote unquote, like saves Shinji. And Shinji's like, ah, I hate it, but I guess I owe you one. And then he goes to fight the the monster. And then he, he does that. Um, while that's happening... Um, Asakura is like about to like go into the mirror, but then like all these police show up, and he's like, "Ah, shit!" And then he like starts beating up a bunch of the cops. Really, only one. And then like this little girl tries to like run outside for some reason, and he's like, "Ah, hostage situation time." 
I mean, I guess I could see it where, like, she's spooked and is trying to run. Yeah. But now she's a hostage. Because, um, of course. So then, like, Shinji's doing, like, fighting stuff. There's an insert song. It has lyrics this time. Oh, I was going to bring up the new insert song. It's got lyrics. It's pretty good. I'm into it. Yeah, it's like a new lady. Uh, I, I don't know if she's yelling in English or not, but it's like, you got the fire, rise up higher, or something like that. Yeah. Insert song stuff. It's pretty hype. Shinji beats the monster that has the cool, like, giant shuriken thing. Um, and then he gets out of the mirror, but like spoilers, the mirror he was at that was inside the restaurant that us As- that Asakura's in doing the whole hostage situation thing. Yeah. I thought and that Shinji's... they could only exit through the mirror they came in through. That is the mirror he went in through. Oh, okay. He ran into the he ran into the Denny's. Oh, okay. I I had missed that part. It it was don't I I miss saying this, but when he ran into the Denny's and the waitress is like, oh hello welcome, and then he just kind of runs off to the corner and transforms how did how did no one see him <laughs> maybe like that's like where like the bathroom is and like i mean like there's certainly not like a bunch of people going to the bathroom at the same time i i guess but it seemed like a very open area and somewhere that he would be able to be easily seen how maybe there's like a segmented wall somewhere maybe and that is Kamen Rider Yuki. For this week, at least. For this week, at least. Yeah, there's still t- 32 <laughs> episodes of it, so before it's actually all of Kamen Rider Yuki. Yeah, and that's this show continues to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's good still, stuff. still fun drama. I, I didn't like that new character this week, but otherwise it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm probably being too harsh on him, and it's I need to give him some time to actually, you know, be a character. But it's just, man, he did not have a good intro. That's fair. Um, so yeah, um, we are a podcast on the internet at journeythroughthedarkacast.com, where there are links to our Twitter, there are links to Chris's and mine's Twitter, Evan doesn't have one because he's the smart one out of us. Yep. <laughs> I'm I'm depressed uh, enough with getting ta- second-hand information about how the world wor- uh, world is going to shit. I don't need to deal with Twitter. Um, there is um, links to all of the podcatchers, just like all of them. And I think that's it. Maybe if you're lucky... Garrett, myself, got unlazy and uploaded the new logo he had made. Oh. Oh, there's a new logo? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. We've had it for, like, months. (laughs) You didn't bring it up before? I've brought it up before. I think I've shown it to both of you before. Yeah. No, he's shown it to us. He just didn't actually put it up. Did I forget? Maybe I forgot. Yeah, you probably forgot. But I have it, and that's the important part. And it's paid for. Pay your artists. Just pay your artists well and not an exposure because that doesn't pay the frickin' bills. Yeah. Also, consider tipping. Yeah. They do a good job, tip. Yeah. Yeah. In a better world, we wouldn't have to, but we don't live in a better world. We live in shit world, and you need to tip people. Yeah. Um, and, and that's your mini lesson on how to commission artists. Uh, be, be nice and pay. That's it. That's the secret. It works. Is this um, a thing people need to know? Yeah. Have you not seen, like, the Twitter that's just, like, people trying to, like, pay an exposure, like, in free stuff? I, I guess I have seen that, yeah. Or people being weirdly dickish about just, uh, like, commissioning stuff. Um, yep. yeah, I mean, I think that's, like, always a constant. And I think it's just, like, a constant for, like artists where they're like marketing on the internet and they have to do more where they have to like come up with their own prices and stuff and i'm sure that there's a lot to go through with that because like trying to like it must suck trying to like determine like your worth to like charge for things yeah it's a lot of times especially with some of the artists i deal with for character art that i do is they have a very bad tendency to undervalue their work 
yeah don't don't do that like your art is is good i haven't seen it i don't know who you are but your art is good your art is good and think about how think about the actual time you have to take to do your art and yeah. figure like uh what what do you think would be a good way to pick a, a, a good amount to pay for that are you being paid more than your minimum wage yeah which is pay, already shit pay yourself at least 15 bucks an hour preferably more because like art is a very special skill yeah psa deca cast psa deca sa dsa it works um anyway until next time we're just a passing through podcast remember that goodbye good night everybody all right i think we click stop now